This is an ABC podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. It's Ruby here, and this is News Time. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. On today's show, we'll celebrate two important days World Mental Health Day and International Day of the Girl. Then we'll keep the party going for the 50th birthday of a massive Indigenous sporting event. We'll find out whose face is going to be on the new Aussie coins. And you know what comes next. Wow, the week? Yep, that's the story that made us all go, wowee. What could it be? Let's find out. Story number five. When we talk about mental health, we're talking about the way we feel about and think about ourselves and the world around us. When our mental health is good, we might feel happy quite often and enjoy ourselves and be ready to take on challenges. If our mental health isn't so great, we might feel down in the dumps and be worrying a lot or feeling like we can't bounce back when something goes wrong. World Mental Health Day was on the 10th of October, and it's a day that encourages people to learn about and talk about mental health. So tell me, what are some of the ways that you take care of your mental health? Play with my toys, or listen to some music, hot chocolates. I sometimes go and see my dog. I just go outside and crack my whip. Hmm, I've never cracked a whip. I'll have to give it a try. Looking after our mental health means we need to look after our physical health by taking care of our bodies, doing things like eating healthy food and exercising and getting enough sleep. But sometimes, even when we do all the right things, our mental health can still be a challenge. In those tough times, it's a good idea to talk about our feelings with people we trust like our friends and family, or a teacher, or a doctor. Say my best friend was sad, I go up and ask her what's wrong, and it makes her happy and she feels better about the day. I make them laugh by telling them some funny jokes. I give them hugs to get them happy. That's a really nice thing to do. Take care of your mental health. Well said. Story number four. Another day we celebrate every year is International Day of the Girl. It's on the 11th of October, and it's a day to celebrate girls and make sure they have the same opportunities as everybody else. The opportunity to be listened to, to learn, to feel safe, and to be whoever they want to be. One girl who's been inspiring others lately is a rising AFL star, Emma Stark. Emma is 16 and she recently made sporting history by becoming the youngest ever field umpire in the AFL. AFL is a type of football. That's right. It's also called Aussie rules. Emma umpired a match between two famous teams, Essendon and Hawthorne. Emma's from Darwin in the Northern Territory, but she travelled all the way to Melbourne in Victoria for this game. She had heaps of fun, and officials from the AFL told her she did a great job. Good for you, Emma. 
Emma plays for an AFL team called the NT Thunder. Last year, she was named the best and fairest player in the state's under-15s. And, as if that wasn't enough, she's also been declared Junior Sportsperson of the Year for the whole Northern Territory. Wow. Emma says being fit and knowing how to play footy helps her be a good umpire too. One day, she says she'll probably have to choose between umpiring and playing footy if she wants to become a pro. But right now, she's happy doing both. Good on you, Emma. Go, Emma. And happy International Day of the Girls. Now it's time for another type of footy. Story number three. The other day, thousands of First Nations people met up for the biggest Indigenous sporting event in the Southern Hemisphere, the Koori Knockout. It was held in Nowra in New South Wales on Wadi Wadi country. It's a rugby league competition with more than 100 teams of men and women and kids. I think it's a celebration of the Aboriginal culture. It sure is. Some of the world's best rugby league players are discovered at the Koori Knockout. And it's much more than a competition. It's also a chance for players to have fun and see their families and friends from other communities. Some people call it a modern day corroboree. This year's event was extra special because it was the Knockout's 50th birthday. Happy 50th Koori Knockout. One team that won their division was the Cabbage Tree Island Under-17 Girls. The comp meant a lot to the girls because their home on Bundjalung country was badly damaged by floods earlier this year. Glycabbage Tree Island. It was also a very memorable day for the Wiradjuri Arambi All Blacks team. They are the oldest Aboriginal rugby league club in the country. And this year, they turned 100. Happy 100th birthday. The overall winners of the men's division were the Newcastle All Blacks. And in the women's division, it was the Dungutty Connections. Congratulations to all the players and all the people who organised it. Story number two. Okay, 10 points to whoever can tell me a fact about Queen Elizabeth II. She became queen at the age of 25 and she came to Australia once and opened Queen Elizabeth Park in Casino, New South Wales. She's the longest reigning monarch of Australia and Britain. And she lost Corky Dog. Ah, 10 points for you. She did love corgis. You know a lot about the Queen. She died at the age of 96, and now King Charles has taken the throne. That's right. Charles is the Queen's son, and now he is the King. If you'd ever taken a good look at our coins, you might have noticed that Queen Elizabeth's head is on one side, facing to the right. That kind of portrait is called an effigy. Now the Royal Australian Mint, which is the place where money's made, is going to make some coins with King Charles's effigy to replace the Queen. I think it will be very different without a lady wearing a crown with fluffy hair. It will be a man 
with short hair saying Prince Charles instead of Queen Elizabeth. Sorry, King Charles. I'm not used to it yet. I'm just surprised because I thought after the Queen passed, I thought she would stay on there so people could remember her. Queen Elizabeth's also on Australian $5 notes. There are no plans to change the notes just yet, but lots of people are suggesting replacing it with a picture of an Indigenous Australian. Whatever happens, we'll still be able to use the money showing the Queen. When those coins or notes wear out, the banks can send them back to the Mint to be recycled. And now, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Where are the this story made me go wow because I never knew there was a fossil that had a very old heart. A pretty amazing discovery has just been made. The oldest heart in the world. This heart hasn't beaten for a very long time. It was found inside a prehistoric fossilised fish. Wow! Scientists found this fish, which is called the Gogo, in the Kimberley region of Western Australia. Millions of years ago, that part of the country was under the sea. So it's not unusual for fish fossils to be found in the rocks there. This Gogo fish is about 380 million years old. Really, 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 really old. Usually the kinds of fossils that scientists find tend to be things like bones and shells and teeth. But in this case, special minerals in the rocks helped preserve the gogo fish's organs, including its heart, liver, stomach and intestines. What do you think a gogo heart looks like? It probably looked like a human heart. You're right. Scientists say this heart is an important discovery because it helps them understand how humans evolved. This heart has two parts called chambers, just like a human heart. And back when it was beating, it was nice and strong, which would have helped the go-go fish be a successful predator. The heart was also positioned much further forward in the body than the hearts of other ancient fish. That made space for a neck and lungs to evolve further down the track. This discovery has scientists pretty excited. They say there are probably lots more precious fossils waiting to be found in the Australian outback. Go, go, fish! And now it's time for me to go, go too. Thanks, Ruby. Don't forget to do the quiz. It's in the show notes. And I will catch you next week. Bye. See you later. Or, as they say in Serbian, Dovigenja. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to, and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.